Good evening and welcome to the Cosmic Conversion Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. Tonight we're being joined by our friend, some fat guy in Ohio, Brian. Tonight's episode is going to consist of three parts. The first part, we're going to review SummerSlam, talk about our predictions and results. The second part, we're going to be talking about and making predictions for the WWE Premium Live event, Clash at the Castle, being held in Cardiff, Wales. And the third segment of tonight's episode is going to be talking about the Triple H regime of what's going to happen in WWE. Join us on tonight's episode of the Cosmic Conversion Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. And welcome to the Cosmic Conversion Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love and our co-host, some fat guy in Ohio, Brian. And on tonight's episode, if you heard from the intro, we're going to be discussing a brief recap of WWE's premium live event, SummerSlam. And then we'll be getting into the meat and potatoes of the upcoming WWE premium live event, Clash at the Castle. And we're going to turn it over to Big Tim to start the recap of SummerSlam. Go ahead, Big Tim. SummerSlam, to me, was much better of a pay-per-view, premium live event, whatever the heck you want to call it. And I thought it was going to be. If I remember correctly, I said it was going to be a sleeper of a pay-per-view. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It, was very, it was a good pay-per-view exception of the uh, Morgan-Ronda Rousey match. We'll t- we may talk about that a little bit. But uh, looking at the predictions uh, uh, and the results, Bianca Belair defeated Becky Lynch by pinfall. Becky turned face after the match. Bailey returned with Io- with uh, then-named Io Shirai, now Io Sky. And Dakota Kai, man, we're, we're really rhyming around here nowadays. And yeah, Becky turned face to side with Bianca. Unfortunately, Becky did separate her shoulder, so she's going to be out for a while. Legitimate injury, not storyline, which is not fun. Uh, Logan Paul defeated The Miz uh, in 14 minutes and 15 seconds. Bobby Lashley defeated Theory yeah. in five minutes. That was the first sleeper match. Mysterios did beat Judgment Day with the return of Edge and the Rated R Superstar. Uh, Pat McAfee defeated Happy Corbin by pinfall in about 10 minutes and 40 seconds. Usos beat the Street Profits in what I would say was a classic match. Street Profits just can't seem to win the big one anymore. Edge Morgan, Ronda Rousey, even though she was tapping out at the same time, as getting the three count, but the ref didn't see her tapping out. So Liv got the win. Rousey was storyline suspended since then. And fun and games. And then Reigns beat Lesnar, even though Lesnar jumped off of a tractor to start the match. That was hilarious. Well, I will say, if we're, since we're just doing a recap, we're not going to really get into the meat potatoes of this. Um, that was my favorite match of the night. Yeah. I agree. Um, okay, Brian. did y'all see the videos of how nonchalantly Roman Reigns caught that microphone when Lesnar threw it off the tracker? Yes, no, I, I saw didn't. that. 
<laughs> he's just like, yeah, whatever. I do this every day. And, and then Reigns winked at Lesnar, too. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, um... Looking back at our predictions, I know that's where you're probably going next, Dr. Love, so I'm just going to mm-hmm. go straight to it. We had said... All three of us said in the SummerSlam prediction show that if Edge returns, the Mysterios win. That's exactly what happened. So we're counting that as a win on a technicality. Is that we did predict correctly that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now we all picked Bianca Belair. We all picked Liv Morgan. I think one of us even predicted. Returning. I don't know if that was me or if that was Ryan or if that was Dr. Love, but one of us did. I remember that. I'll pick Liv Morgan. Uh, what was that? For who was going to return? Really? Oh. After the match. Yeah, it was me. We yeah, all but... picked. Was it Brian? Okay. Yeah, yep, but I predicted Bailey was coming for... back. Did you predict that for the. Uh... The Bianca, uh, not the Bianca match, but I didn't predict she was coming back. Yeah. We all picked Morgan, as I mentioned. We all picked the Usos. We all picked Lashley. We all picked McAfee. We all picked Reigns. The only match where we disagreed on was the Miz and Logan Paul match. Going undefeated at SummerSlam in the prediction show. Not Dr. Love. Oh. Dr. Love picked the Miz. Ryan and I both picked Logan Paul. Ryan and I both went 8 and 0 at SummerSlam. Well, it had to happen because I've already gone undefeated at a uh, pay per view, so now we're all even. Yes. You did go 7 1, Dr. Love, so it's still. Yeah, I'll take those odds. Still pretty daggone good. So, overall at SummerSlam, in our predictions, we want to combine 15 and 1. So, we are combined 86, 88, 9 for our predictions for the year. And 9? Who's, who's the 9? 9 ties. Remember, we oh, have 9, ties. nine no somebody, decisions because of. Yeah. Like. The summers, like the uh, Money in the Bank ladder match with Theory. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, right. Stuff okay. like that, where they threw curveballs. Right, right. So, um, I, there are a couple matches I do want to, like, touch base on. Because I, obviously I know Tim's reaction because, you know, this was the first preview that him and I actually watched. But I definitely want to get your reaction, Brian. Um, so the first match that I kind of want to get your opinion on is what did you think of logan paul and mrs match better than i expected mm-hmm. definitely For sure. um i i knew i knew they would probably have some big spot somewhere but from the top turnbuckle to the announce table frog splash mm-hmm. did not expect that yeah um we obviously knew that uh champa and Maurice were gonna somehow get involved. Um yeah. did not see the, the AJ Styles aspect, but I guess that's no. when you wanna when you wanna set up a new uh storyline, mm-hmm. you you bring him in. 
Yeah, so, that, that, yeah, that's it's, definitely. Uh, yeah, I think I predicted that match was going to be a five, five out of ten, and I, actually I turned out to be like seven and a half. Talk over you, but I, I think I went as far as saying I was going to be in the bathroom for the entire match. I'm glad I wasn't. Yeah, he was. <laughs> you would have missed some fun. Um, so yeah, it. I, I definitely was not expecting the AJ Styles aspect of the match for sure. Um, so that's definitely setting up a feud between him and Champa. Um, but yeah, it was as much as I don't like Logan Paul or his brother, I'm gonna give it to Logan Paul. He can really work the ring. I'm not. I was honestly surprised with how athletic that he was in the ring. Um, so as as the time as as time goes on, I'm hate to say it, but I'm looking forward to seeing what else he can do and what else he can bring to the ring. Um, he could definitely hold his own. And of course, you know, with the Miz and the, how amazing of a athlete he is, if in all actuality, if Logan Paul was going up against somebody else, I don't think it would have been that good of a match. Miz, no. as much of a heel as he is, knows how to put someone over and knows how to work with somebody. And that's what makes Miz a great athlete and a great wrestler. And that's why one of the reasons why I love The Miz. Because he knows how to work with people. Um, now, the next match, uh, what did you think of the um, Judgment Day and Mysterio's match? It was your typical tag team match. I mean, was it no disqualification? I mean, I thought you would have got a little bit more involvement from Rhea. Uh-huh. You know? I was expecting it almost. Um, the fact they didn't use her as much in the match, kind of a little, a little disappointing. But uh, especially with all that uh, build up from the prior weeks, for sure. Yeah, with all that build up and everything. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, the the return of Edge was was pretty cool. You know, yeah. there's a. I think there could have been more chair shots. Honestly, oh, sure. I'm I'm an old sure. school wrestling guy. I love chair shots. But you know, with all the uh, all the head trauma and stuff that those guys back in the day suffered, and uh, they kind of mm -hmm. want to keep that down to a minimum because the last thing they need is a bunch of wrestlers with CTE, you know. Yeah. So that was that was a that was about as what I expected the match was going to be. Whatever what I rated it. So, mm -hmm. so I want to point a little fun fact here with this with Edge's return again. Um, so. Was it WrestleMania? Yeah, WrestleMania is when he came out with the purple lighting, right? Um, and then with SummerSlam, he came out with the red lighting as the brute with and you know brood esque. I saw a meme out there that had that entrance from WrestleMania, and then below it, uh, SummerSlam entrance, and it said Edge. Chan channeling his inner brothers of destruction. <laughs> so I was like, oh that that's kind of funny. So but yeah, I I enjoyed the match. I mean, yeah, there could have been more to it. And um of course, Tim, if you want to chime in at all, feel free. Not this time. <laughs> Not this time. Um and then of course I think one of the last matches I want to kind of touch base on here 
um, is definitely Roman and uh, Brock's match. So yes. give us your take on what you liked and what you didn't like about this match, Brian. Um, it went exactly how I thought it was going to go um, mm-hmm. with the excitement level. It was a very exciting match. Oh, yeah. Especially when he brings the tractor out and lifts the ring up <laughs> into the air and Roman just goes tumbling out of the ring. Yeah. And then the fact it took, technically you could say theory kind of helped until mm. Brock destroyed that part of it. <laughs> that, um, that was funny. I enjoyed that part. But the, I think it was three title shots to the head mm-hmm. and getting up. And then I think the fourth one finally got him. The F5 to Paul Heyman through the announce table. I have never oh. seen a body bounce. Quite as high in the air off of a table <laughs> as I've seen his body bounce, and I don't just, know if anybody caught that, but I it did, had some it had some bounce and jiggle to it. But Paul Heyman can take some bumps, man. Yes, he, he can. He was the he founded ECW. Of course, he can take bumps. So when people think Paul Heyman can't do things, uh, this was proven wrong. Paul Hamas, um, mind I say, is a genius. Oh, of course. Because hey, my Brock, during going... your match, you want to just f five me through a table, and I'll just lay there like I'm dead. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> he probably yeah. Uh, he probably was one that produced this match too. Yeah. So of course. Yes. Yeah. Um. Now, going into this match, we all kind of predicted that Theory was somehow going to get involved. He technically cashed in his. Belt, his his case, right? Oh. He, no, he did not. No, the bell didn't ring when he cashed it in or whatever. The bell did not ring because when they said he was cashing in his contract, that's when Brock picked him up and just beat the crap out of him. And then F5'd him 47 times or whatever happened. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I enjoyed, uh, enjoyed that immensely. <laughs> I think um, I think Vince told Triple H that if you take that cash in off of him, I'm coming back from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy um, will not be pleased. <laughs> yeah. Um but I enjoyed the match. Yeah, it was a good match. I, I it hats off to them and whoever, you know, on all involved. Um but yeah, for it to literally take them to bury Brock Lesnar to for Roman to win. It just it was one of the best one of two Uso a wise man and a, a travel chief the set of stairs an entire announce table chairs from the yeah. announce table in the ring and part of the ring yeah yeah and then a little bit of theory. And a little bit of everything else, so. And then just watching them standing on top of the rubble, I don't know if it was during the count or if it was after, that was just, like, that was a, definitely a picture-worthy moment. So. Um, so my overall rating for the match, for this, for this pay-per-view... Um, I can't remember what I gave it. Do you have those numbers, Tim? I do not. 
I think I said I was giving it an 8 out of 10. I'm definitely bumping that up to 9.5 out of 10. So, uh, Ryan, what was your overall rating of the... I think I think I went like 7.5 just because of the Ms. Logan Paul, because I didn't think it was going to be that good. Mm-hmm. But it was actually, actually a, a 9 out of 10, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they could have made the Lashley match go a little bit longer than just over 5 minutes. Yeah. yeah. But... We'll see. I, it's definitely a nine. I wouldn't go as high. I wouldn't go to nine and a half, but definitely a nine. And uh, Big Tim, I would rate it definitely a nine. Um, the Liv Morgan match, which is I love Liv as a, as her with the wrestling story and all that. Mm-hmm. That was that's probably the worst finish they could have went with. I'm sorry, yeah. Triple H. All hail based H, but uh, Triple H creative. What were you guys thinking? I mean, seriously, that. And then the Lashley Theory match uh, would have been better if it went a little longer, or if it was even more of a squash not in the middle, yeah. like where they had it. Yeah, that's why I give it a nine and not a ten. Mostly because of the Liv Morgan Ronda Rousey match. Yeah. Um, but hey, if I'm giving it a nine out of ten, you guys are giving it a nine and a half, nine out of ten. Yep. It was a, it was a good premium life event pay per view, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So, looking at the before we move on to starting to predict Ash at the Castle earlier that we are combining 86-28-9 this year. So 86 wins, win predictions, 28 loss predictions, 9 no decisions. If you add up the amount of wins and no decisions, divide it by the total number of predictions, we are sitting at 77%, either right or no decision. Okay. Between the three of us this year. That's nuts. Yeah. I would say so. I'm just I'm just a little upset that we uh, I actually forgot WWE day one was a live event this year. I forgot about that. Yeah. Back on January first. Well, but we didn't start until Royal Rumble anyway. Yeah. Um so and we, now, and then, oh, and then we also missed Hell in a Cell. Uh, we didn't well, do a we, prediction or review show for that, I don't think. Well, we did do a prediction for it. So, did do a prediction show for Hell in a Cell? I believe so. I have to go back. Yeah, and listen I to didn't it get then. my predictions in that time. Yeah, we'll have to go back. I and was really check. Did do, I remember doing a show for that, so, so we'll have to go back and look after that. But now, moving on to the second portion of this episode is the WWE's premium live event. The first time in 30 years that a big premium show has come to the United Kingdom, mind you, is going to be called Clash at the Castle. And it's going to be taking place in Cardiff, uh, Wales. And uh, that's not just a little fun fact for any uh, Whovians out there. 
that listen to the show, that is where Doctor Who is being filmed at. Just kind of plugging some nerdiness there. Anyway, so the event is going to be uh, is in reference to Cardiff Castle. And um, the last time that there was a pay-per-view was in 1992. SummerSlam was there. And then uh, there was a the very first United Kingdom pay-per-view event hosted there was called the 2003 Insurrection. So, so far, there are only five matches on the card. Obviously, um, if something comes up within the, between now and then, we'll always do an addendum show to add on those matches. So, we're going to start uh, on the top of the match card here. Uh, the first match listed is between Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman, the wise man, versus Drew McIntyre. Of course, this is for the WWE, the Undisputed Universal Championship. Brian, we're going to start with you on this one. So let's go ahead and just go down how we normally do things. Uh, tell us what you think, how the match is going to go, ratings, and so on and so forth. Uh, Well, I think it's going to be a really good match. It's probably going to be the end of the show. It's got to be. Um, if there was a time they were going to take the title off of Roman, this would be the time to do it with Drew McIntyre. If they're going to go that way. I don't think it's going to go that way. But it's definitely going to be a good match. Um, it's the two athletes that are just phenomenal when they are in the ring. Um, they seem to work really well together. Um, the only, the only thing I see happening with this is it's probably going to be slightly marred in controversy. And I will tell you why. Reigns is my prediction for the win. And here's why. Okay. Because they've been doing so much stuff with Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross. I believe that Reigns is going to win. Mm -hmm. Because Cross is going to get involved somehow. So that way Drew McIntyre loses. They're going to set up a brief feud with Cross and McIntyre. And then they're going to have a number one contender match between Cross and McIntyre. Cross is going to win that match, and then the next premium line event after Clash of the Castle, where Roman defends his title, is going to be Reigns versus Cross. Yeah. The match is more than likely going to be at least an 8 out of 10. Um, and I'm only saying that because of the possibility of the interference. It could be better than that. It could go 20 minutes and just be back and forth like crazy. You know, spear and a kick out. Claymore and a kick out, another spear and a kick out, another Claymore, two, three Claymores and kicks out, kick outs. But yeah, at eight, eight out of ten, Reigns gets the win. Potential cross or even Scarlet involvement. Mm -hmm. A McIntyre loss and then new feuds being set up. Yes. Tim? I didn't realize we were going to me. Yes, so, sir. So, 
I'm torn on this particular match. I mean, we give Drew the win in front of a hometown crowd. Do we give it to Reigns? Do we? I mean, I I really don't know what to what to pick on this one. Um. Me, There's the third option I don't want to talk about. I was choosing not to talk about it either, but since you brought it <laughs> up, have McIntyre win the title and then have Theory cash in? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> since you brought it up, I'll mention it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Um, I'm going to say that we're still heading for Rock Roman at next year's WrestleMania, hopefully. Yeah. And, that'd be amazing. And Roman's going to hold the title through next year's WrestleMania. And then once he loses the title, I don't want him anywhere near the title scene for a little while. At least the Universal title scene. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna end up going with Roman here. Um see the screwy finish as well with Drew. And honestly, I could see the I could see it being a carrying cross again. You were mentioning Brian. You want to get yep. somebody heat? Screw, screw the hometown boy. With carrying cross. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, my thought was I thought they were working towards making this a triple threat match, but apparently not. Um. So my take is I, it's going to be a good match. You know these two. Guys can always put on a good match. Um, of course, it's going to be the the main event, the end of the show. Um, much like you guys, I think Roman's going to win. Um, there may be a, a screwy finish. There may not. We'll, we'll have to find out. Um, overall, I would say it's probably going to be a, an 8 out of 10 match. Um <clears throat> But yeah, like pretty much what you guys said, I agree with. It's going to be a pretty good match. Um, so the next match on my list is going to be between Liv Morgan and Shayna Baszler. Um, thinking it was going to be, uh, I thought I saw something about it being, you know, Ronda was going to get another match, but apparently not. And let me just look here. Um, so it was just that, uh, Shayna Baszler won a gauntlet match against Liv for the, uh, SmackDown's champ, Women's Championship for Clash of the Castle. Um, I swore it just could have been a, a thing on the show where, uh, <clears throat> Ronda came back and made a big stake or something. I know she paid her fine. And then some, and made it. And I thought that was during the uh, contract signing, but I guess I was not right about that. Um, it was during the contract signing, but they got her out of there before the contract was signed. Oh, okay. So it's just between uh, Shayna and Liv. So it's not a triple threat, okay? No. I I really don't know how I would get how I think this match is going to go. Um, I think Liv's going to win. I think Rhonda might get involved somehow, maybe. Um, 
which could set up a match between her and Shayna, which would be a good match. Um, I really don't know. Honestly, I don't know how this match is going to go. I can't give it a good rating either um, because I've never really seen these two women interact with each other. Have you guys? I no. have not, but I'm going to tell you exactly how this match is going to go. And I'm going to tell you... I'm not going to give you a prediction. I'm going to give you a spoiler for Extreme Rules. I'm going to pull Paul Heyman here and give y'all a spoiler. Are you ready for this? Balance means yes. Okay. So, Liv wins. No doubt in my mind. Liv wins. Uh, Ronda comes back, takes out Liv after the match is over. I'm not going to say if it's going to be a screwy finish or not. Um, I think it won't be this time. I think Liv actually wins clean this time. Mm -hmm. She's going to win her fans back. Ronda's going to come beat her up. They're going to have an Extreme Rules match at Extreme Rules. You heard it here first. Extreme Rules is the next premium live event after Clash of the Castle. Yes. So they're going to have an Extreme Rules match. Heard it here first on the Cosmic Convergence, Big Tim and Dr. Love, and special guest, some fat guy in Ohio. <laughs> okay. Uh, so who do you think is going to win then, Brian? Um, here's, here's, here's my spoiler for you guys. Okay. Liv is going to win. By disqualification. Uh-huh. Ronda's going to come out and get Shayna disqualified. Yeah. Shayna is then going to get mad at Ronda. They're going to get an argument. It's going to set up a triple threat match, Extreme Rules match, at Extreme Rules between Shayna, Ronda, and Liv. That, that is my spoiler. In... That was the grout that I was thinking too, Brian. So you and I are on the same wavelength tonight. Uh, I know as, as much as I would love for it to be a clean finish and live to win. Uh-huh. Clean. I would much rather see her win by DQ. Shayna and Ronda be added to a triple threat match at Extreme Rules and then live at Extreme Rules. Win. Cleanly, by them two beating the absolute piss out of each other, and then Liv coming in and cleaning up the scraps. Yeah. So, uh, match rating. How do you guys gonna give give it a rating for? I got burned last time. I gave uh, Liv and Ronda a good uh, match prediction. Then they tanked, and I gave I would have given that a four. Um, I'm going to give it a six and a half year. Be mm -hmm. cautiously optimistic that they're going to have a good match. Um, but not, oh, oh, this is going to be a barn burner sort of mm -hmm. match. Because like you mentioned earlier, Dr. Love, these two have never interacted in the ring before. This feud. So they finally have a new feud. Yay. Yeah. Brian? Yeah, I'm with, I'm with Big Tim on this one. He read my mind at six and a half. Um, the interactions I have seen lately, like from like Raw and SmackDown, is Shayna's attacking Liv's arm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, the same one that Rhonda hurt, quote unquote, yeah. storyline hurt. So it's all gonna be about like if if Liv loses, they're gonna somehow gonna make it so that way it's like, well, she wasn't a hundred percent and blah 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 blah, and I don't want that to happen. So um Shayna they when they took Shayna out from NXT where she was dominant and brought her brought her to the main roster and what they've done with her since, you know, with tag teams and stuff. You know, when they put her when they put her with Nia Jax, that was a great move. Two dominant females as tag team champions. Awesome. This is great. And then of course they got rid of Nia and that pretty much put Shayna near the bottom and for her to actually have a, a title run in, on the main roster is I'm actually kind of excited for, mm-hmm. you know, but the fact that they're doing it against Liv, not that excited yeah. there. So that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Dr. Okay. Love. Well, I pretty much agree with you guys on a match rating. Um, six and a, but I'm going to go six and a quarter just to be that guy. <laughs> So, um, I kind of pretty much already touched based on that match. You know, again, like I said, there's a, it's just these two have never interacted with each other. So, it's it'll be interesting to see how well this goes on this match. Uh, moving on to the six women tag team match um, is between Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka versus Bailey. Dakota Kai, and I can't pronounce that, so Tim... I'll Eo Sky. Eo Sky. Um, so, obviously we know why Alexa Bliss is probably in this match, because, you know... No, I don't. <laughs> um, hold on. Anyway having a little guest guest host there and a guest appearance there. Um anyway, what I was skiing is uh Alexa Bliss is in this match because um you know uh, are off their tag team partners now? Well that but also because uh Becky's hurt. Becky's hurt. Um I'll I'll so- take it one step further. Do I know why Alexa Bliss is in this match? Sure. Lily. Someone's got to take the pin. Uh, what? That's... No. That's Real what they prediction. have the code of for. Oh, What's you that? heard it here first. Bliss takes the pin. What, what were you saying there, Brian? I said that's why they have the code of there for, but maybe they actually might do something different this time. I don't know. Um... Again, this is just a lot of new new faces, really, um, facing off against each other. Um, I'm just kind of like re- looking at the recap here on how the uh, the storyline's been formed. Um, this is Bailey's first match back from injury. That is true. Um, so, um, so there's a lot. You wrestled fact- tonight. What's that? You wrestled tonight on Raw. Oh, that's right. Did she? she? Won. Yep. So, well, uh, I haven't watched it yet, Mister Tim. 
I haven't yeah, either. I just looked it up. <laughs> it's recording. I will watch it when we get done. Um. <laughs> anyway, so I think it's okay. Gonna first be... big match back since she got hurt. Yeah. Um. So this I'm gonna have to say is probably gonna be the bathroom break match. That or the or the last match that's listed here. Um. I guess I would probably give this a match rating of like six out of ten. I think it's still going to be a good match. Um, I think Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky are going to win. I know I pronounced her name wrong at the end. So, uh, Big Tim, let me get your uh, your take on the match. Okay, so women tag team match. Uh, we have three people who are either just returning or actually are either returning or debuting on the main roster versus three more established uh, wrestlers in Bianca, Alexa, and Asuka. And it's to- totally... Alexa Bliss is taking the pin. I There's mm-hmm. nobody else, in my opinion, who's going to take the pin here unless... It's Dakota Kai. No. Unless they're setting up for Bailey versus Bianca, and Bailey pins Bianca. I don't see that happening yet. I think that's the direction we're headed. I think we're heading yeah. for a Bailey Bianca Wow Women's title match, maybe at Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to make the prediction that that's where we're heading. And yeah. that that reason I'm picking Bailey's squ- Bailey's squad, which I hear is going to be called Damage Control. By the way, uh, I also sighed when I heard that. Are we sure Vince is retired? No. Somebody should have done Damage Control in the naming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> um. Brian, why don't you go ahead and give us your take? Um, I'm a little higher up with you guys on this match. Uh, seven. Mm-hmm. Maybe seven and a quarter. Just because you know Bianca's going to do something crazy. Mm-hmm. And so is Io. Io, they call her the genius of the sky for a reason. She's going to be jumping off of something onto 37 women. You know. With a trash can on her head. Oh, something. Something. <laughs> Um, here's, here's, I'm kind of with Tim on the whole thing too. Um, if they do set it up, Alexa may take the pin. Bailey may take the pin to set it up. Here's what I think they're going to do. Damage control is going to be the female bloodline. Just not as long. They're going to set it up for that. Neo and Dakota win the women's tag team titles. They're going to have Bailey beat Bianca at Extreme Rules. And that entire group is going to have titles, kind of like Toxic Attraction and NXT. I can see that. And then I could see a Bailey, Dakota, EO versus Mandy, Gigi, and Jay- whatever that other girl's name is. JC Jane, maybe. Yeah, I think. Survivor Series. So, so you're you know, saying they're going to call up Toxic Attraction? 
I don't know about call, call them up, but they always do the three branded um, SummerSlam now or Survivor yeah. Series. So the next Survivor Series they have, which is, I have no clue when that is. What is that, like October? November. Oh, November. November. Um, yeah. I could see it happening. The three ladies yeah. from, and I could see Bianca being on the team for Raw and like Becky or Bailey or Becky mm-hmm. or uh, Asuka, you know, being that five. Because mm-hmm. you got to have some good with the bad. Then, yeah. of course, NXT, you're going to have uh, Mandy Rose and Gigi and JC. And then you're going to have, like, maybe Nikita Lyons and Jade Cora. And then on SmackDown, you'll have Liv and maybe Shayna or however many other. Well, Raquel Gonzalez. Which that's. A I wish they would have left her last name Rodriguez, by the way. So much cooler. Yeah. Now that might be true with with the, but they could also be doing they could also do Survivor Series champion versus champion too. We don't know yet. They could, they could, they probably I mean, will. Because you're they not going to be able to do it. You're not going to be able to do it with the you know, uh, the big champions. You know the because you know, Roman can't fight himself. He could try, yeah. but. Whoa, 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 whoa! Stop uh, the presses. What? We have a breaking news story. Johnny Gargano has just shown up on Raw. Ooh. What? Don't tell me this. Yeah, Brian. I want to go out and watch it. it. Spoiler. Spoilers. Uh, spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just excited because I love Gargano. But question. <laughs> Do you think with Triple H involved now as the head of creative that people wouldn't be coming back? Well, let's let's touch base on that aspect after we get through the match card here, because oh. that was the last segment I wanted to touch base on. on was the all the people returning so far? Yeah, yeah. So let's let's finish up the the match card. Quote unquote, here. Dexter Loomis. Yeah. So we got Index. two <laughs> two more matches here on for Clash of Clash of the Castle. So let's get through them real quick so we can get to the exciting part of the show. Um, so the match that we should have had at WrestleMania is coming to Clash the Castle. In SummerSlam. Riddle, yes, SummerSlam. Riddle versus Seth, Seth freaking Rollins. Um, this is probably going to be a high rank, high ranking match for me. I'm going to give it like an eight and a half out of ten. Um, if Riddle doesn't win, I'm not. I'm going to be surprised. We riot. Yeah. <laughs> so my prediction for this match is going to be Riddle. It's gonna be a really good match between him and Seth. Um, Big Tim, take it away. Before I give my prediction for this match, I'd like to circle back and make sure that all of us picked Bailey and her squad. Yes. Yes. Okay, because I'm documenting it for review show. So, as so much as sure. I would love the gone the other way, they're not gonna. Yeah. They're not gonna do it. Yeah. So, no, they got to add more heat to the the new. Um, they got to add more damage control to damage control. Yeah, that's true. I'm so, gonna carry away with that. I'm sorry. So, Oro versus Burn It Down. Here, Clash at the Castle. I'm gonna go against the green for the very first time in a while. I'm picking Ooh. Rollins. And the reason why I'm picking Rollins, Rollins needs to win far more than Riddle does. 
Rollins has already come out and said that he's going after Reigns. It's going to be Rollins winning at Clash at the Castle. We're going to get a blackout uh, for the the match win, and I'm going to... I'm just going to leave it there. I think it's going to be Rollins. I don't think it's going to be Riddle. Bold choice. Brian? I'm I'm actually with Tim. But so for a gonna... slightly different reason. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. How long has Mr. Orton been out? <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. Hmm. His bro Randy is going to come back and get face to face with Rollins. After the not, I have a feeling the referee is going to get knocked out at some point. He's going to go for a stomp. Rollins, Rollins is going to counter with an arc. Try, he's going to try. He's going to counter it. Go for an RKO. And push Riddle into the ref. Yeah. The ref then gets knocked out, and we don't know what's going on. Here comes. Randy Orton's music. He comes out getting gets in Orton gets in a uh, Rollins face, then RKO's Riddle. When Riddle moves, stomp. Referee comes to one, two, three, match over. And then we start the now new storyline of why Randy, why did you do that? Yeah. Huh. I could be wrong. You could. It could just be a straight riddle, a uh, right, right straight Rollins win. I mean, they could even have Riddle win. Who knows? Who knows? But I, I, I knew Tim was kind of going there when he said blackout. Yeah. Um. So I figured I would just say it. Okay. Match. Then- match rating. It's going to be a pretty good match. Eight and a half, maybe. Okay. Even with... It would be more exciting if Randy Orton shows up, for whatever reason. Whether he yeah. helps Riddle or not. Of course. It could be a nine. But yeah, that's that's it's too it. Bad. It's too bad it couldn't be a uh, perfect ten. Yeah, no, he's not coming back. Sorry. I'm going to pretend <laughs> you did not just say that. <laughs> I did. I was waiting to see how long you guys could pick up on it. Um... So then the last match on this card so far. Can is... I say one more thing before we go into the last match? Sure. Alex, uh, we'll get a perfect ten around the same time we'll get two walking dancing astronauts walking back into WWE. Okay. Yeah. Do you even know who I'm talking about? No. Yeah. You don't know about the Fondango. Oh yeah, Zongo, Rizongo, Rizongo. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about them. You know, you know, Tyler's just hanging out with Woods, waiting, waiting to come back. But he's running his Flatbacks Wrestling School out of Tampa, Florida. Okay. He's still doing the uh, Raw versus SmackDown GM mode with Xavier Woods, or yeah. AKA Austin Creed. Yeah. I haven't seen the newest episodes yet, but I know he's still doing it. Okay. Because they're doing WWE 2K22. 
Yeah, I, I've got to figure out how I'm going to get that game. Anyway, last oh. match. Last match, which really didn't make sense for them having that whole debacle between Sheamus and Drew. But um, we're going to see Gunther with Ludwig Kaiser versus the other hometown boy, if you will, Sheamus with Butch and Ridge Holland for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Can I go uh, first? Yes. Sheamus wins. That's going to be only hometown boy that wins. Yeah. Now, technically, um, Gunther is Austrian. Mm -hmm. A little, little further west, east, but um, I think <laughs> yeah. like geography, right? Yeah, a little bit further east. Something. Um, like but uh, you know, because of the whole German aspect of it, not a whole lot of people in that area like Germany with Ludwig. Yeah. Um, so you know, I could see Seamus getting the win. Obviously, there's going to be a Ludwig uh, involvement, a Butch or Ridge involvement. I could see all three of them getting tossed from the ring. Mm -hmm. But I still, I still think somehow Seamus beats Gunther, ends his run. First light bit, he'll get his rematch, and I'm sure he'll he'll beat Seamus and get the title mm -hmm. back. So that way they can redo, you know. Gunther and Shinsuke properly at a premium live event. Yeah. Which I'm hoping. And let Shinsuke win the title off of Gunther there. Mm -hmm. Or it could be the old pals Sheamus and Shinsuke fighting for the title at the next, at Extreme Rules. Who knows? That yeah. could be when Gunther gets his title back in Extreme Rules match against Sheamus. Mm -hmm. Which is a bunch of shillelagh smacking. Yeah. So that match is probably going to be a pretty good match. Um, Two powerhouses, seven, seven and a half, eight-ish. Okay. And I, I do predict that Sheamus is going to win. He's going to be the only hometown boy, unless they add more matches. Then it's he's still good. I still predict him to win, but. Mm -hmm. So, my thought of this match, I, it's, I think it's going to be a good match for sure. Um, I agree with you, Brian. I think Sheamus is going to win. Um. It'd be a huge pop over there. What I love with how they're doing with the Intercontinental Championship now, it's getting put on intercontinental wrestlers. It's no longer just an American or a Canadian. It's actually the belt is actually getting the respect and the integrity that it should be. And that's what I love about this belt now. Um, I think the two men are definitely going to put on a good show, good match. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. And like you said, Brian, I think the other three men that are coming down to the ringside are somehow going to get involved. I think we're definitely going to see some shillelagh shots in there with the distracted ref. Um, I don't know. Is Which one of these men are the heel going into the match. Yes. So they're both heels. Sheamus will be tech would technically be the baby face because it's a hometown thing mm -hmm. or home home area thing. Um 
And then Gunther would be the the heel. 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 Okay. So, um, so yeah, that that's my take on the match, uh, Brian or Tim. Gunther and Sheamus, two brawlers, picking up at the castle. I heart says Sheamus finally wins his Grand Slam championship. He has never won the Intercontinental title, in fact, and your useless WWE fact of the night. But Gunther is just getting into his Intercontinental title reign. Is it time to drop it to for Gunther to drop the title of Sheamus already? Is my question. Me? Predictability says no. But this might be the curveball. That nobody saw coming. They literally just added the match as a well, Shinsei is not available, so let's throw Sheamus in there. Sheamus didn't win the match to go fight for the big title. Let's give him another title opportunity. Yeah. They did that when they had Sheamus win the Money in the Bank title. Money in the Bank. They did it when he they had him beat John Cena for his first ever WWE title in the tables match. At which he, actually he was not supposed to win. Yeah. His first title win should have been when he beat Roman Reigns in five minutes and 15 seconds. Some years back, but. Here's another question I got for you guys. Whose chest is going to be more red from slaps? Oh. Mm. No doubt. Seamus. It's Seamus for sure. Uh, Who's just going to get there, but it's not going to be as red. As much as I want to go with you guys. So if we do an addendum show, I may change my prediction. I'm just going to come out and say it. If there's an addendum show, I may come out and change a prediction or two. But Same with me. My heart, or not my heart, my brain says Gunther. I'm going with my brain. I don't think Seamus gets it here. I think it's too early to take it off Gunther. They're both from the UK, sort of. And... Uh, so, yeah, give it to Gunther. Gunther wins, and I and I'm five and zero oh at Clash of the Castle. Just kidding, probably three and two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, just a quick, quick little tidbit information here. Um, <clears throat> Gunther did not win his championship from Nakamura or King Nakamura. Not from Ricochet. Yes, but um, is it not? Why was uh? Why did Nakamura lose the title? Because I know he was the one who had it before. I don't remember. Because I know. I don't Sammy, think anyone remembers. Because I know Sammy was the Intercontinental Championship after him, but I didn't think. Well, here's the thing. I I'm pretty sure they were setting up for that so that. Nakamura and Boogs could win the tag titles before they unified them. Yeah. And 
And then when Boogs got hurt, that kind of threw a wrench in the thing. And they're like, well, we might as well just unify the titles now. Yeah. And because start I'm... the whole bloodline thing a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking so. here, and it just says that WWE recognizes Zane's reign as beginning on February 18th of 2022. But it doesn't say who he defeated to win it. Because um, usually it would it would say that. Um, oh, well, Anyway. So, um, moving on. May, that is just... Uh, before, we, before we move on here, I'd like to propose that we end it here or first episode and do a the WWE what would you change episode like what we're going to talk about next okay with you two uh, yep yeah I'm fine with it's that your guys a show I'm just along for the fun ride you guys are having me for well I don't have to be to work until one tomorrow but I just wanted to see if Brian was good to do that I don't work until 4pm tomorrow oh, okay. I think what about you? Let me check my schedule real quick. I I work at nine. But how long do we think it's gonna take, I guess? Well I'm hoping it only takes like twenty minutes because I'm wanna go back out to the living room. Well essentially it wasn't gonna be that long. I think it was just some just like little tidbits here and there of Yeah, I work at four tomorrow, so um, little tidbits of what's going on, not like a full blown. Oh, okay. Episode. So we could, we, could be like a show. we could we could either keep going or we could do like a little teaser show for the next bigger show when we talk about all that stuff more in depth. We could do that because I just want to touch base on some of the new things that have come up recently. <laughs> Yeah, let's just do like let's just do that. Like the like what you're saying, Cam. Let's just or Doctor okay. Love, whatever your name is. We're gonna edit this whole thing, this whole piece of the puzzle out. So don't worry about oh, that. Of course. So, so I'm just gonna pick up from where I said moving on, yeah. and then we'll just kind of diverge into some of the stuff of the Triple H regime. So okay. Yeah. All right. So I need count me down, Tim. Three. So, moving on, um, so that was essentially the, so far, of the um, live event card for Clash of the Title. Of course, if more matches get added on between now and then, we'll come back on and have an addendum show for uh, more predictions. So, moving on to just a little bit of what's been going on. kind of getting our view on some of the changes that Triple H has already made while being in charge. Um, first and foremost, I don't know if you guys, first and foremost, you guys, we all know that some, he's bringing some people back. We've got Bailey who made a return with uh, her two uh, people, part of the damage control team um, that haven't been seen in a while. Um, we mentioned seen... is Dakota Kai and EO Sky. No, and then we've seen uh, Dexter Loomis, right? Yeah, he's been looming around. Of course. 
Uh, um, so he's been <laughs> so he, he's made a return. Um, we've seen Sorry, the return, We've seen the return of the non and Tim, plug your ears for this non BDSM Carrion Cross, uh, which I think does a lot better for that character than what Vince had control over. Scarlet too. Um, so, so far, some great returns. Don't uh, like big, all the leather, though. Yeah. Um, of course, Big Tim mentioned already prior in this episode about a return that Brian wasn't happy about. No, um, I wanted to watch it happen and get excited. I'll still get excited, though. Oh, of course. Um, so, what are some things that you've guys seen that you've liked that Triple H has already changed? So I do want to, I'll answer the question, but I do want to point out that Hit Row is also returned. That's yes, recently. And, so, and before we minus, get into... Minus Swerve, because he's doing good in that other place. Mm -hmm. So before we really delve into that question, though, also, I do want to point out, just recently, within the last couple of days, somebody got a promotion. Um, and that somebody is now executive vice president of talent relations, Sean Michaels. Hey, is any a heartbreak kid? Yeah. And then um, something else I noticed too is the next, the actual next pay per view um, that's coming up before SummerSlam is an NXT uh, pay per view, and it's called Worlds Collide. Um, um I. I to interrupt, but just want to make sure we're talking about Extreme Rules coming up next, right? Yeah, Extreme Not Rules summer, is the next... We just yeah. talked about something. Extreme Rules is the next premium live event, but the next one between before that is um, Worlds Collide, which is an NXT exclusive pay-per-view. Um, now, the reason why I bring that up is I saw and read somewhere that NXT UK is getting rebranded. It is. It's actually being gutted and rebranded. So it's going to. They just be released, I think, sixteen to twenty mm -hmm. people from over there, and it's going to be rebranded into something totally different. Yeah. So where it's not just the UK. Okay. I believe. NXT Europe. If I read correctly. What it's going to be called? It's going to be like NXT all of Europe. Europe. It's going to be called NXT Europe now. Yeah. Um. So why don't you uh, guys go ahead and delve into the um question I pr I proposed? Like, what are some things that you guys are seeing that um you like? So my uh screen my screen went black, so I got to work on that. There's more wrestling. You know, I feel like there's actually reasons to be excited. We're not hearing people talk for half the for half the show anymore. I mean, I feel like there there's a reason why so many people are returning or like coming back. Dexter Loomis, Hit Row, Organo, um Kota Kai, Io Sky. They all loved, or, well, love working with Triple H. He's 
he's the X factor here. He's the nobody. Nobody wanted to come back to WWE with Vince McMahon in charge. Now the allegations against him aside, there were rumors that Vince was just difficult to work with. He would go in and tear up, tear up the entire script that was written for Monday Night Raw on Monday. He would go in and tear it up because he didn't like it and make them rewrite everything over again. Do the same thing for yeah. SmackDown. Yeah. Triple H seems far more laid back. Triple H is far more in tune with what wrestlers want. They're getting more creative freedom. Now, Triple H, if you ever listen to this podcast, I'll be nuts if you did. Do me a favor and hold off on bringing back Bray Wyatt. Please hold off a little bit longer. Before you bring Bray back. At least till Extreme Rules, because that's going to be fun. Exactly. Yeah, bring bring back Bray for Extreme Rules. Not now. Whoever Seth freaking Rollins faces at Extreme Rules. Just kidding. I'm done seeing Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins. For a little bit. Although that would make him go even more crazy. Oh, and, uh... I love the uh, Gargano segment tonight, by the way. I'm just going to leave it there. Thank you. I, I just... Another thing that I'm really loving is that the secondary titles are getting focused on again. Recently, when was the last time the Intercontinental Championship had been talked about until recently? I mean, Last time I think Miz had it. Yeah. I mean, it's well Which was again. a long time ago. And then the United States title, same thing. I forgot who the United States champion was. I know it's Lashley, but nowadays, but back when others had it, like Theory, I forgot they were champion. So that's that. I'll turn it over to Brian now. Yeah, the the returnings, the other thing that I like is they no longer banned wrestler and professional wrestling. You used to not be able to say that when Vince was around. You couldn't say you were going, you were going to wrestle. You're going to sports entertain. You're going to have a sports entertainment match. You were a super superstar. No, you went into the wrestling. It's world wrestling entertainment, not world sports entertainment. That's why it's WWE, not WSE, you know? So that's the big thing that I'm glad that they started doing. Um, Triple H bringing everybody back is great. I could eventually see those matches that Champa and Gargano had were phenomenal. I'd love to see that rivalry rekindle again. I wouldn't even be surprised if they brought Candice Ray back after, you know, she's fully healed from her baby. There's there's a lot going on now with uh, especially with Hit Row. I was glad to see them come in, come back. You know they were they were a big fan favorite in NXT, and then they just budget cuts. Can't have you around anymore. Sorry, see you. Bye. Now, granted, they lost one of their members, and he's doing just fine over in that other place. But you know, I think on Twitter he said he was happy for them. 
So, and that's the big thing. When Vince was in charge, all these big, all these good names like Adam Cole, Keith Lee, pretty much everybody that is in Undisputed Era left. No, Bobby Fitt, O'Reilly. Do you think they would have left Cesaro? You think he would have left if Triple H was still in charge? Nope. No, he wouldn't. So maybe maybe once their contracts are up with Triple H being in charge, they might decide to make the hop back over. Who knows? But uh there's there's a lot of stuff going on that, you know, with all these people that were cut that aren't wrestling in other promotions right now that I wouldn't be surprised to see them come back. So So, uh, just a quick little FYI, I was having some technical difficulties there, so I missed probably like the last five minutes you had there, so, um, but no, with what, what you just said, though, with those guys leaving, if Triple H was not in charge, I'm sure, they, you know, they wouldn't come back, but now that he's back in charge, a lot of those guys that left or were, you know, cut, I think, um, Maybe making a comeback for sure. So, um, I look forward oh, one more to thing before you get too far in. I noticed on I one one more thing before you get too far in. There's a possibility that one more person may be returning. Mm -hmm. Her name is Sarah Logan. Oh, yeah, Sarah. in the Viking funeral. Now, granted, she's married to Eric of the Viking Raiders. I would not be surprised to see her come back. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are on SmackDown. That is where her former tag team partner Liv is. I didn't even factor that in with all my stuff over there. Huh. Mm. I wonder. That would be a great feud to have. Liv Morgan. Sarah Logan. Former Riot members, or do or do we talk? Do we call them Soho members now? Uh, no. You're like, nah. nah. Okay, I'm done. That's that's it. I'm done. You may continue, Doctor Love. Uh, well, like I said, I'm trying to pick up from uh, where I left off here. Uh, before I had technical issues, um, I think overall we'll have some really good change, at least on the creative side of aspect. Now, on business side of things, um, Stephanie and Nick Khan are co-CEOs, so that's an interesting development there so one of the things i saw that came up in the news is they're thinking about taking their streaming services off of peacock i don't know if you guys saw that or not i see that 
Um, so one of the things that, or one of the companies that are in, in talks with doing that is Netflix. So Netflix is looking into getting into into live streaming, and Nick Khan wants to potentially work on a partnership with Netflix. So that will be an interesting change of events. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, the future definitely looks bright. Um, some other things that have changed also is John Laurinaitis is no longer involved with the company. I don't know if you guys saw that one or not. The names named in the uh, quote-unquote accusations. Yeah. So... I don't know. I'm looking for seeing what Triple H has in store. Um, rumors have it that he's going to revert NXT, the main NXT, back to black and gold. Um, with him and Shawn Michaels is in charge of talent relations and all that, we're in for a real good treat for WWE and possibly going back to the ways of old. Um, we may even see some collaborations with other promotions. We don't know. Um, I would love to see an invasion angle between um, WWE and AEW, though. That would be cool. That would be nuts. So, um, I really don't have anything else to touch base on with this. Do you guys? I do not. All right. Uh, Brian? You still there, Brian? I don't think Brian has yeah. anything left to, to touch on either. All good. All right. Well, uh, sorry, I'm doing Snapchat replying to a coworker. Uh, that's fine. So the next premium live event uh, preview. See, we're gonna can talk about uh, Clash Clash of the Cast completed uh, to do our results show and our review. And then the next prediction show you listeners will be hearing from us on is going to be Extreme Rules, not SummerSlam. And then we have a lot more shows coming up. Um, by the end of the year, we'll have a champion amongst the three of us of who is going to win. There may or may not be a title belt involved. I don't know yet. We'll see. Yeah, it would um, be fun. That's that's probably news to Big Tim. <laughs> this, but I'm more than down with that. Uh, since you brought yeah. that up, uh, real quick, 12, 1, and 1, 17, and 2, 5, 6, you're 27 and 7, Brian. 27 and 7? Yep. Not bad. Have to, have to do some math after we finish it. If we do an additional so show, I can have more on if it. If we decide to 
do that. Is it going to go by... It can't really go by overall wins because I wasn't here for some of it, unless I'm not included in title belt. It could go by percentage, but nothing counts on any of the days that I didn't predict. What do you think about that? Well, that would only mean we'd have to take out Elimination Chamber. Okay. Anything else we have predictions from you for? I don't think I did Hell in a Cell, did I? None of us did. Okay, so. Well, then that would be the only one you guys would have to remove then and uh, go from there. And then we could do it however you guys want it then. We can go by overall wins. We can go by percentage. So looking looking back, I would put if we took out elimination chamber, one went up on you, and goes one went up on me, and two up on you, then we get one win back at SummerSlam. So Doctor Love and I have the same amount of wins, and you're one back, Ryan. So that's not bad. So either way, I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because this next one that we have, we definitely have some different picks from all of us. So it could go either way now. Yep. I'm, I, I'm, I may, if I'm still trailing by one or two here in the next coming, you know, episodes, may, may have to go off the grid and pick against on a few that I really don't want to because, you know, it could happen. Well, I think it's time to wrap up. What do you two think? I think that's a great idea. I guess home, Dr. Love. Unless he's having technical issues. I'll he take us home. Like we want to thank okay. everybody for tuning in to this episode of the Cosmic Convergence with Big Tim, Dr. Love, and special guest, some fat guy from Ohio, Brian. Tim signing off. Good night all.